Coin Marketing Podcast. Hi, and thank you for joining us on the Jelly Marketing Podcast. This is episode number two, and I'm your host, Rod Jans. On the Jelly Marketing Podcast, we ask global industry leaders from world-class brands to share their best practices, stories, innovations, and more to help you move your agency business or organization ahead. The topic for today is marketing pizza. Actually, in this episode, we discuss the marketing challenges of a Canadian company working with a big U.S. company and how to overcome them, what our guest has done in her first six months as far as marketing is concerned for her company, how to work with and support local stores through digital marketing, how to build community relationships and how to tie that into your marketing, running a successful launch and loyalty program, and we also discuss our guest's biggest marketing flop. Our guest on this episode is Deanna Nicola. She's the marketing manager for Papa Murphy's Pizza in Canada. Stay tuned to the end of the interview where we find out what Deanna likes to spread on her toast. Episode number two of the Jelly Marketing Podcast. I'll have some pineapple on that. Here we go. Hi, Deanna. Thanks for joining me today. No problem. Thanks for having me. Deanna is the marketing manager at Papa Murphy's Pizza, and she's marketing manager for Canada. Of course, the uh, franchise is in the United States, but it's also up here in Canada as well. And in a moment, I'd like to talk to you more about your company and your role at Papa Murphy's. But before we go there, I'd like to find out a little bit more about you and uh, maybe about where you grew up and your career path. So first question is, where did you grow up? I know you're situated in the Vancouver area now, but uh, where did, have you always been from Vancouver? I have been. I'm uh, born and raised in the Fraser Valley here, and uh, I live here at this point as well. And um, I did spend some time living in Ottawa for school, but I tend to stick around the Fraser Valley. I do love BC. Yeah, I noticed you went to Carleton University. What did you take there? Did you take business and marketing there? I didn't actually. Um, when I first graduated from high school, I was really passionate about communications and writing, and so I actually pursued journalism at Carleton. And so I spent a year there studying that and uh, kind of quickly realized that I didn't like some of the restrictions and um, not being able to be as opinionated as I would like to have been. And so after that, <laughs> I took some time away and um, did some traveling and kind of brought myself into the marketing world. So when did you sort of make the switch? I noticed that you went to BCIT and you got your marketing degree from there. But when did it really dawn on you that you wanted to get into marketing? Well, growing up, actually, my dad worked for Molson Canadian, and he also worked for Coca-Cola. So I was always really kind of enchanted with these interesting brands, and he'd come home with these really cool promotional pieces, and he'd tell me about some of the store promotions. And that's what I think initially kind of piqued my interest. And then once I took a step back from journalism and thought about what really interested me, I think it was strategy paired with communications and I sat through an info session at BCIT for their marketing program, and it just kind of all clicked for me. That's a great definition of marketing, strategy paired with communications. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> and talk about a couple of brands that really know how to market. I mean, a, a beer company and Coca-Cola, man. What, did you pick up anything from your, from your dad as you were growing up that kind of impressed you as far as marketing was concerned? I was always really interested in the different stories behind the brand. So Coca-Cola and all the associations around Christmas time and uh, 
my dad would show like the big Santa cutout and the partnerships they would do with movies like Harry Potter and just how a brand could have so much meaning and connection to people. That's what I found so interesting and wanted to pursue on my own as well. I love the polar bears. <laughs> Who doesn't? Coca-Cola <laughs> just reminds you of Christmas time. Yeah, yeah, that's a great campaign. What were some of your early, what was your first marketing job once you got out of BCIT? So my first job actually started as an internship and then I pitched them into making it a job. So when I went to BCIT, part of the program was to do an internship at a company. And so BCIT provides you with a list that you can apply for. And I really wanted something in the food industry and I also wanted something that was a little bit closer for me being out in Langley. So I uh, did some research and kind of stumbled across Overweighty Food Group, which happens to be located in Langley for their head office. So mm-hmm. I used some family and friend connections and managed to get an interview and then convinced them to take on an intern because they weren't looking. And then basically... Uh, tried to create a lot of value for myself in those in that internship, and then they went and they pitched um, an actual funded position, and I was able to get on it after that. Good for you. That's some good salesmanship. <laughs> <it sounds. laughs> Thank you. It was a good. It was a really good first experience. I learned a ton. <laughs> and you freelanced a little bit. You're doing. You're on your own as well, or you're still doing some some of that sort of on the side or what is your freelance business like it's something I've always kind of pursued on the side because I enjoy learning and working with all different types of brands so in my spare time or lack thereof I've always picked up projects so I worked with personal like a little personal training company I worked with a really small agency that does social media management for kind of travel and leisure And I worked on my husband's company, uh, basically doing some of the marketing for their shelving business, all kinds of stuff. And it just, I find it keeps me inspired and creative and fresh and something I do when I have time. (laughs) And and who are some of your heroes in the marketing business? Who do you, who do you listen to? Who do you learn from? What helps you stay on top of the, of the industry? That's a great question. I don't know if there's specifically one person, but one thing I really do for myself is, I have um, basically an RSS feed of all these different blogs and uh, different websites that I follow. So um, Mashable and Penelope Trunk, if you've heard of her, is a wonderful blogger. And she talks Mm -hmm. a lot about online marketing and career management. So for me, I make a big effort to every morning when I wake up with my coffee, I go through that feed and I look at all these different articles of abreast with all the changes that are happening in my industry and in the marketing world. Do you have any brands that you really admire? Oh, yes. Which one do I pick? It's tough. So for the food industry, (laughs) I think Chipotle has done a wonderful job. So I'm personally very passionate about kind of where our food comes from and the quality and um, connecting people back with their food. So Hmm. I think Chipotle does a wonderful job of telling their brand story in an engaging way that people want to participate in, even through gamification and great videos Uh, I think they've done a wonderful job of that. Another great brand um, that I admire and I was fortunate to work on for several years was Silver Hills Bakery. Um, The owners are just some of the most wonderful people you've ever met. They have such strong values about um, being vegan and really high quality um, ingredients that they use in their sprouted bread. And so those are the brands I admire because they're telling great stories and they're doing wonderful things and they're being successful at the same time, which I think is a wonderful kind of marriage of all those things you want in business. 
And so was your working for Papa Murphy's, was that kind of intentional? You mentioned food and your love of food, and you, you're probably quite happy to, to pick up that job, a, a marketing job in the food industry, if, if you're passionate about food. Absolutely. So I have been very picky in terms of the types of roles and industry that I've been in. I definitely wanted something in the food industry. And the biggest thing was something that I could really make a huge impact with. So I was really fortunate that Papa Murphy's was looking for someone and they really aligned with kind of the things I want to do. So definitely it was, it was the career path that I've chosen for myself. I'm intentional about that. Well, I'm a personal fan of, of Papa Murphy's and <laughs> I think it was the barbecue chicken pizza or something that was, was my favorite, but uh, yeah, it was a, it was a good, it, it was a good way to go. And uh, yeah, if there was one in my area, I'm sure I would, I would frequent it. I'm working again. on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> trying to grow the brand as much as possible for sure. I, I'm sure most people are familiar with Papa Murphy's, but just tell us just real briefly what they do and what makes them unique. For sure. So they are a take and bake concept. So they make your pizza fresh with fresh ingredients, uh, freshly chopped veggies, 100% whole melt grated mozzarella, butcher quality meats, and they make their dough from scratch daily. So they make it in front of you and then you take it home and you bake it in your oven and it's hot and ready whenever you want it. So that concept got introduced in 1981 in Oregon and um, has grown very quickly ever since um, through the States, Canada, as well as um, the United Arab Emirates. Canada that we've been in for since 2006 now, and so we're up to 21 stores and looking to grow by another three this year and even more the next year. Yeah, I noticed a new one in Burlington, Ontario. Yes, we just opened that one about six weeks ago, eight weeks ago now. Yeah, we're yeah. very excited. It's actually the first store in Ontario for us. Um, so definitely a great marketing challenge because there's not, you know, a high level of awareness because there's no other stores there and there's no trickle over of TV advertising from the state. So we had quite the job to do in terms of education and raising awareness. You mentioned freshness and I really agree with that. You know how you could you can buy a pizza, pre-made pizza from a store or from a grocery store. But, you know, who knew who knows when it was made, you know, probably made it sometime earlier that day but that was kind of that's kind of the nice thing about papa murphy's you can go in there and and grab a, a pizza and you know that it's really fresh it's being made right there in front of you and then if you want to kind of customize it you can you can add a little something here a little something there so i think it's a i think it's a great concept absolutely and i, I really do think that the fact that everything's fresh makes a big difference in the taste and even the quality and how much how much pepperoni we put on the pizza and all those kinds of things really set the brand apart but the key is once you've had the pizza, most people don't switch. So my job is to get you to try it. So I've got to ask you this question before it slips my mind. I, I worked for a company for a while that was really large in the States, actually large worldwide, hmm. but really U.S. centric. So a big part of my job was well, we had to redo some of the manuals and that sort of thing so that they fit, you know, they fit a, a Canadian audience. Have, have you noticed any sort of challenges with that? What's it like to be... Uh, sort of the the little the little brother or little sister of of a large U.S. company. Yeah, it's a great question. I think in the past, what we've done is we've varied the playbook for marketing that the U.S. suggests, and it actually did not work very well for us at all. Um, we eat mm -hmm. pizza differently here. We eat different types. We eat different amounts. Different messaging, you know, basically initiates different types of reactions with Canadian customers. So. It's been really important for us to to think about ourselves independently 
and to make sure that our marketing addresses the psychographics and demographics of Canada. It doesn't seem like it, it would be that big of a difference. And I can't think of the differences that I encounter, but I just know, I just know that there, there were some, you know, that we had to, so there was, there were times where we had to remind our, our U S partners that uh, I'm not quite sure that that's going to fly here. We, we, we do things just maybe slightly differently than you do in the U S it doesn't seem like it should be that big of a deal, you know, but it, it, there are some little nuances, aren't there? Absolutely. Even in terms of, you know, types of pizza. So in the States, there's, you know, a lot more sausage pizzas, there's bacon. Um, there's a pizza that's called bacon, bacon, bacon. So it's like, there's just, there's, <laughs> there's just key differences. And it's not to say that, you know, Canadians don't like bacon pizza. It's that. Yeah, I'd like that we, one. <laughs> we love it. But then we also will go ahead and buy like a thin crust uh, Mediterranean chicken pizza too. Mm-hmm. All those different types of things that we think about when we're putting together a marketing plan. So you've been there a little over six months now when you maybe even when you were interviewing for the job or once you first started, what were some things that you noticed that you thought <clears throat> could be improved upon when it came to their marketing here in Canada? Um, biggest thing right out of the gates is digital marketing and the lack thereof. Mm-hmm. In this space, there's a lot of traditional tactics, print drops, some local signage, which is which is great. But a lack of measurement on some of those tactics and a, a big um, gap in terms of digital marketing. So one of my biggest things that I've been working on for the past few months is I've worked with every single store to create a marketing plan for them for a year timeline that basically helps to balance out traditional tactics with digital tactics. And a big part of that job has been selling them on digital tactics and getting them comfortable with it because, you know, they've done print they're comfortable with print, but being able to deliver results through digital as well, a little bit more cost effectively and just expand their reach. Mm-hmm. That was a big thing I worked on right away. Yeah. So expand on that a little bit more. I know I was working with, I won't mention the name. It was one of the courier companies and they had local stores mm-hmm. and uh, that was a real challenge. It was a challenge to convince sort of head office that the store themselves could do some of their own uh, digital marketing, marketing. Is that what you're referring to? Are you working with store owners on their own uh, digital marketing, like on their own Facebook pages, for example, or, or what, what do you uh, mean by that? So the way it's set up currently is the stores don't have individual Facebook pages. It's all on the national page, but each budget, every one uh, that they are allotted to spend on marketing, however they want to, as long as they're spending in marketing dollars, they're, they're following the agreement. I have my own national marketing budget, but it's nowhere near all those collective individual store budgets. So mm-hmm. what I did is I talked to each of the store owners and basically helped them to create a plan and tactics for their store. I would manage the digital campaign for them, but each store would have different tactics. So some would do you know, some outdoor advertising and in other markets, radio is quite affordable. So that was their traditional tactic, but I worked with, each of them to kind of create a strategy and a plan for their store. And then between the two of us or the three of us, we work to execute it and get it done. When you say you work with them, what sorts of things are you telling them to do? So a big part of their local marketing initiative is to be involved in the community. So that's something that's Mm -hmm. really, we rely on them. I'll provide them with different materials, um, you know, to give out things like business of the week, it's a free pizza, or um, here's a great sign that you can use at your next event, just giving them tools to help them successfully build those community relationships. 
um, whether it's door hangers or um, bounce backs that you give away with pizza. Uh, so on their end, that's a very important piece of it, that they're out in the community and they're connecting with people and getting involved with local events and on my side, we do things like manage the media buy and set up the digital campaign and then report back to them on the types of results I'm able to get. Mm-hmm. So you can really specify your ads in a certain area and even your online ads. Is that what you're talking about? Yes. And that's a, yeah. a wonderful thing for us because the pizza is you have to pick up the pizza. It's really important that when we're doing our advertising that we're we're trying to stick within a certain radius of the store and Facebook advertising has been wonderful based on a radius store. Um, so being very specific about who we're targeting. I noticed on your website, you have e-club Canada. Is that fairly recent or what's, what's the deal behind that? How does that work? So e-club Canada is essentially, well, it recently changed, but it was basically just our email program where we would send you a deal every single week a big project for me has basically been launching the loyalty program behind that, which started about two months ago. And okay. essentially it allows our customers to earn points for their online orders. And then they get $15 off once they've accumulated a certain amount of points. We also do birthday offers when they were for a friend, they get a certain value. So it was really important to me, especially coming from, um, overweighty food group in the loyalty department for more awards that we had a really strong uh, loyalty component. So that's been an exciting part for me to launch. Yeah, you saw the power of those save on food points, hey? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Very, I've got my very card loyal, in my wallet. loyal members. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it works. It, it, it really keeps you loyal to the, to the store. You know, you kind of think twice about going somewhere else when you think, oh, I'd, I'd like to get some points for this. Yes, absolutely. So... Yeah. We're marketing that now, and we've got that all set up. We actually launched a new online ordering system, email provider, um, and then the national marketing strategy. So it's it's been a very busy six months. Yeah, birthday pizza. That's that's a great idea. <laughs> Rewarding people with birthday pizza because lots of people order pizzas on their birthday, don't they? Exactly. So yeah, we send out an automated email just kind of shortly before to remind them of the order to help kind of convert. So to introduce marketing automation slowly but surely. I'd, I'd like to ask you about a couple successes and then maybe a, a marketing flop. So, you know, what's what's working the best so far for you uh, since you started at Papa Murphy's? I would say um, really promoting the loyalty program has been huge and the stores giving them tools to do that. With the grand opening of our Ontario store, I did the marketing plan for that and really heavied up on Facebook advertising as well as some Google AdWords. And I had the store promoting signups there in store on a tablet um, for the e-club. And basically, the, we average about 10% of our sales are through online orders as a, as a group by across all of our stores. And ever since the Ontario store opened, they've had 22%. Wow. And then on the grand opening weekend, they had 40%. So wow. we've been able to make some really big waves in terms of online ordering, uh, better fantastic. user experience. That's great. I love that. I guess that's why I'm a marketing geek. I love that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. tell, us, tell us about a marketing flop. It probably hasn't been at, at Papa Murphy's, but is there something in the past that you've tried that hasn't worked? And what did you learn from it? Not so much something that didn't work, but more so, I think, a good little lesson for me and a professional career lesson was um, a few weeks into my first agency job that I had, I had set up this email for our biggest client to go out and it went out to 30,000 people with a broken link. 
to a brand new product that we were promoting. Oh no! And I was just mortified um, yeah. and very concerned. But um, I had a really good boss, and she didn't get yeah. mad at me. And she just kind of said, "Okay, what are we going to do? What's our solution?" Fixed it, resolved, and it was a really good lesson for me because I think that I mean we want to achieve perfection all the time, but it's not realistic. And us, you know, stressing ourselves out over it doesn't help the situation. So it was a good lesson in taking it in stride and focusing on solutions. Right. I bet you double test. I bet you test all your, all your links now before they go. Oh out. gosh, absolutely! I always send my emails to people to check beforehand. You just, no matter how careful you are, it's always good to have a second set of eyes. Well, this has been awesome to learn more about you and to learn more about Papa Murphy's. We have a few final quick questions. Quick, only in the sense that I'm going to ask them quickly. You don't have to be. You don't have to give me really short answers unless you want to. So. Our first quick question, that, and we're, by the way, we're asking all of our guests these questions. Okay. And probably the most critical question we ask anybody is, uh, because we are the Jelly Marketing po- Podcast, what do you like to spread on your toast? <laughs> a great question. I really like almond butter with like a touch of cinnamon on top of it. Oh, nice. That's Super great. good. And on Silver Hills toast. <laughs> you know, marketing can be quite stressful and be a 24-7 kind of job. As a matter of fact, we're talking today on a uh, on, on a holiday day. <laughs> I just really want to thank you again for joining me and doing that. Um, but what do you do to handle stress? I've just really learned over the years to not take things personally and to realize that, you know, we're not doctors. Lives aren't on the line with marketing. <laughs> and, and just try to put it in perspective. In addition to that, I, I've really made an effort to kind of key up on a few good books that really help me to manage my time effectively so I can stay as on top of it as possible. And are you an Android person or an iPhone person? I'm an iPhone person. Nice. <laughs> it's attached to my you, hand at all times. Yes. <laughs> and do you have a favorite app or online tool? Feedly, it's like an RSS feed. So that basically organizes all the blogs and websites and stuff that I read. So that's my favorite. Yeah. Do you have a favorite life or business hack that you can share that makes your life a little bit easier or a loophole that you found? Oh, email I find is always the the biggest part of my day. So one thing I do to try to kind of decrease that is I apply rules in my email inbox so that information reports that I receive regularly go into a specific folder rather than clogging my email. So email rules are a huge help for me. Yeah. So expand on that just a little bit. What are some of the folders that you use? So I have specific uh, folders for reports and I actually have, I also have a prioritization set up. So if I have a specific email from certain people, they're listed as VIPs in my email inbox. So they go over right to the and they get recognized so that I make sure I address those ones first. I know it's hard to choose, but if you could just choose one, do you have a cause that, and you know, we'll, we'll say right away, please forgive all the other causes that you have in your life. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a favorite cause that's near and dear to you? Animal welfare is really important to me. Um, I've worked really hard to educate myself on kind of animal treatment at factory farms and I've actually um, been teaching myself how to cook vegetarian, so that's really important to me and something I'm, I'm constantly trying to learn more about. Neat. Yeah, I think if you're actually cooking vegetarian, that's a real, that shows a real commitment to that. Yeah. <laughs> to, to that cause. <laughs> and to cook it in like a satisfying, healthy way, because I think you yeah. should be excited about your food. And last question, how can people reach out to you if they, if they want to get in touch with you? Um, they can reach out to me via email or yeah. at uh, Deanna 
Nicole Outdoor on Twitter. Okay, great. Um, yeah, and maybe just share some of the uh, Canadian Papa Murphy links if people are – we probably made some people hungry if they want to order a pizza. <laughs> where, <laughs> where should they go? Absolutely. So you're going to want to go to papamurphys.ca to order, but you're going to want to sign up for the e-club so you can get the best deals. Yeah, and a birthday pizza. Exactly. Who doesn't want birthday pizza? <laughs> Great. Well, thank you so much for joining me tonight. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Well, thanks again to Deanna Nicola from Papa Murphy's Canada for joining us on the second episode of the Jelly Marketing Podcast. If you'd like to check out some of the links mentioned in the interview, check out our show notes for this episode on the Jelly Marketing Podcast page at jellymarketing.com. You'll find us under the blog tab of the website. Also be sure and check us out on iTunes and leave a comment and a rating. We'd love to hear from you there. You can fly this is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.